War never changes. Remember, no Russian. Did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? If I'm to choose between a greater and lesser evil, I'd rather not choose at all. I'm afraid. I don't know what to do. Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone fucking except for you. Hello, what's going on? Welcome to the very first review of Let's Talk Video Games. So, this is how things will work now. Every Monday a new episode discussing the video game industry will be released and that will not change at all. However, there will be some times that there will be some reviews released throughout the week as added content. So, having said that, let's start talking about Ghost of Tsushima. This game is the latest creation of Soccer Punch Productions. Now, Soccer Punch are the creators of the franchises Sly Cooper and Infamous. All of the games they develop have obtained really good ratings from both critics and the community. And they do have this tendency to get into a game and expand the world they create for a few years in order to create a franchise. When things start to get um, a little rough, they take a new whole idea and develop it. And that's uh, what happened this time with Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, game exclusive for PlayStation and released mid-July 2020. Now the review will analyze the five elements in the game. Story, world building, music and sound design, game mechanics and controls, and gaming details. And with everything clear on what we're going to do, let's begin. We will start with the story. The main character is Jin Sakai, an only son and samurai from Clan Sakai. The first few minutes of gameplay show a battle between Mongols and Samurai on the island of Tsushima, which becomes a massacre. Jin, now being the only Samurai in Tsushima and having a strong desire of protecting his people, must overcome several obstacles to do so. The story is straightforward, but that is not a bad thing. It means that you do not get senseless main story missions that contribute to nothing. In some way, it does resemble the idea of what Samurai stand for, Samurai are very focused on honor, they have become for the most part also quite stiff. And that is the main topic discussed throughout Ghost of Tsushima. Very early during the game, Jin Sakai notices that the way of the samurai is not gonna save their people. There is no honor in war and you do whatever it takes to protect your land because the invaders will do the same. The internal conflict of Jin is very well managed. I, for instance, try not to do unhonorable actions just because it just didn't feel right. However, as this game progresses, so does the way these actions are seen. And now while the story in general is really well done, there is one major flaw, Khotun Khan. Khotun Khan is the Mongol leading the invasion of Japan. He is family with the current leader of the Mongol Empire and he just wants to take the country as fast as he can. He is the main villain of the game, but the thing is you don't really feel like hating him. Ghost of Tsushima constantly tries to make you hate him, but he's quite irrelevant to be honest. He rarely appears, and when he does, he pretty much does nothing. There is only one reason for you to hate him, and it's for an action he does like mid-game, but still it does not make him a really strong villain. Throughout the game, uh, you know, the main and side missions, there is a focus on the Mongols as a whole. 
while the main ones do tend to have a little more focus on Khachan Khan, the field is more on the side of the Mongolian invaders. This means, in short, that Khachan Khan is pretty much shadowed as a villain by his own people. You feel more antagonism towards the Mongols than toward Khan specifically. Let's talk now about the world building of the game. The game takes place in Tsushima, one of the islands of Japan in the 13th century. There are not many big edifications, mostly everything is nature. And that makes the game look really amazing. Almost everywhere you go, the views are something else. There's one thing that I love, and it's its almost infinite amount of trees. It adds a lot to the idea of a culture that respects nature, especially in an era where major buildings were not a thing. There's also a really nice use of particles. Uh, particles are all these things you cannot interact with and are just flying in the air. Uh, they usually are leaves, but there can be also some insects like dragonflies or butterflies. The use of them is constant, but it is quite effective because it makes all locations feel more alive and dynamic. While everything is visually pleasing, there are some major issues. For instance, you can walk through thin trees and they have no collisions programmed with the player and it makes this feel off. It makes sense at some uh, specific trees that are pretty much branches just standing over the ground. But there are a lot of them, bamboos for, for example, uh, if you are in a bamboo forest, you can only collide with, let's say, a clutter of two or three bamboos. If you have a bamboo tree in front of you and it's just one, you can go through it. And that doesn't make any sense. And it looks unfinished, unpolished, and it looks bad. Another thing that I didn't quite like, and it's pretty much uh, talking about the same thing, about collisions, it's that... When you walk up and down stone stairs, at least, your feet and, and the NPC's feet just go through the stone. When you are running, you don't notice it, but there are a lot of missions where they force you to go through the stairs walking slowly because that's the pace of the specific mission and that's okay. But it looks ridiculous. It looks so bad seeing your feet going through the stone um, stairs like it was, I don't know, like made of air or something, like inflatable, you know? Now, obviously, world building is not only visual design, but also the way the environment merges with the purpose and story of the game. And in that regard, Ghost of Tsushima really shines. Side missions do not feel irrelevant or just grinding for the sake of it. Not only do they offer rewards and charms and experience, but also add to the idea of what Tsushima is going through. You interact with merchants, sake brewers, monks, bandits, bandits that now protect people from invaders, traders, and much more. You see both sides of the coin in the population when invaded by the Mongols. Sometimes they will hate and fight the Mongols, while others will join them trying to get something out of that. Some people will also take advantage of the situation peasants are going through, and some will rise up to the occasion and be better than what they were before the Mongols invaded. This game really does an amazing job 
making you despise the Mongol Empire and really trying to get people to safety. Another thing that's great and I loved was the understanding you get of uh, the traditional Japanese culture. For instance, uh, you will see fox dance all over Tsushima. Foxes are thought as guardians for uh, the Inari. If you follow them, you will get to a shrine that will give you something for the game. And if everything else was not enough, you can get some Mongol artifacts that explain stuff about how the Mongol Empire at that time worked. The more you explore, the more immersion you get and obtain from the game. Let's move on now to music and sound design. The soundtrack was composed by Shigeru Umpeyashi and Ilan Ishkeri, and it's amazing, it's really good. The music in the main missions tend to have a more melancholic feel, and that works in favor of the game. As said before, Gods of Tsushima is focused on living what you learned before and embracing a new identity, all in hopes of saving your people. But this is not an easy decision, and it should feel like it's not easy. The music dramatizes situations to the point where you feel the conflict Jin Sakai is going through. The instruments used accentuate the idea of being in the 13th century in Japan. A personal favorite of mine is the song The Way of the Ghost, which plays in several key moments in the story. The song is quite strong in almost every way, it is really powerful. Talking about sound design, the game really shines too. One of the things I liked the most was the sound of the wind and rushing water. It feels so real that you can almost feel it. Killing enemies does not sound the same every time. Sucker Punch uses different sounds for each different way you can kill your enemy. This provides a fresh feel for combat and you do not get bored of hearing the same stuff every single time. Now, we do know that there are a lot of elements in real life that create sounds all around us, and each of them generates a unique sound. Ghost of Tsushima accentuates a lot of this in hopes of providing a more immersive experience. Whenever you are running with a specific set of armor, you will hear the metal clanking, something that will not happen if you are using a cloth outfit. Also in battle, sound mixing is on point. You get music to accentuate the thrill of the battle, but also you can hear shouting and the slash of metal. The sound mixing is so good that you can't tell where enemies are coming from even without seeing them. Let's talk about now game mechanics and controls. Ghost of Tsushima is very similar to The Witcher 3 in a lot of ways, mostly the good ones. One of them is its controls. They are what I would call easy to learn, hard to master. Combat is obviously the main focus of the game. You will have the same katana throughout all the game, but you can improve it. However, the way you will get better at killing Mongols is by using stances. And each of them focuses on a specific type of enemy, making breaking through its defenses easier. If you are not attacking an enemy in the correct stance, you will have a harder time. You can also use your bow during combat but it is not an easy task, as the Mongols tend to swarm you. You need to change stances constantly during a battle and try to get as many perfect arrow kills as possible. However, there is another game mechanic that I personally love, and I think it's the most important one in the game, the wind. In Ghost of Tsushima, there are no waypoints. This means that there are no traced routes to a location. 
Instead, Sucker Punch decided to use something natural to guide the players throughout the map. If you follow the wind, you will get to the location you're after. The use of the wind is explained narratively too. It is, say, it is said that the Sakai Katana contains the spirit of Jin's father and he would always guide him as the wind behind its back. And to be honest, it is an amazing mechanic that makes waypoints feel old. I hope more developers incorporate seamless location tracking in their games in the future. Since the first moment you play it, you feel quite familiarized with the game. However, that is not a bad thing, because Sucker Punch, while they did not create something new, they improved what was already there. We need to liberate areas from the Mongols, for instance, something that we have seen in a lot of games. You may think that Ghost of Tsushima is yet another pairing game, but it isn't. While pairing is important, you can focus your combat on it, or you can use other battle mechanics, like stagger damage, that can help you butcher your invaders. You can go defensive mode, or you can go attacking mode, it's your decision. You can also do stealth killing if you don't like open confrontations. You can play Ghost of Tsushima in several different ways that work better for your own playstyle. And now let's get into the final element we are going to analyze, gaming details, which is personally my favorite one because I really like when developers get a little bit more time in developing stuff that will make the game just look a little bit better than everything else that is in the market. Goats of Tsushima has a lot of details that make the game really come to life. So after the first four or five minutes in the game, you can see a lot of maple leaves uh, flying around Jin Sakai when he's on the ground and he's uh, left for dead, pretty much. And there's a reason for that, because in traditional Japanese culture, maple leaves symbolize rebirth. And he was left for dead, but then he uh, proves to be stronger than that, and he just wakes up, and he then becomes uh, the ghost of Tsushima throughout the game. But that specific moment is him being reborn from Samurai to the Ghost of Tsushima. Another game detail that I really loved is that um, it's about blood. There are a lot of things about blood that work just marvelously in the game. Japanese houses are made of wood. When you kill someone in a Japanese house, blood goes through the planks, through the middle of uh, the, the, the planks, into the ground. And you can go under some of them and if there was somebody killed upstairs, you can see the blood uh, dripping from, from the, the upper floor. Also, the blood splatter when fighting is freaking amazing because it doesn't only affect you. It obviously shows whenever you're fighting, you get blood all over you. You can see that in cutscenes too, which is really nice. The blood splatter affects uh, pretty much everyone. I am not sure if the horse, but I'm sure that NPCs and you are um, affected by blood splatter. And it really makes the game feel a bit more realistic, so to speak. And also, uh, the blood splatter doesn't just magically 
disappear whenever you finish a mission. If you finish a mission, you will still have some of the blood on your outfit that will wear off eventually, but you will see it even after finishing the mission. And the last thing I do need, really need to address is grass. This is one of the few games where I see grass that really looks like grass and it's just not like this paper cut it in the shape of grass and planted on the floor for the sake of saying, oh, we have grass. The detail alone of the grass is mind-blowing. It is really important to focus on these kind of little things because the game is placed in a nature uh, environment and having these little details so well done makes it come to life. I think Ghost of Tsushima has succeeded as the last exclusive for PlayStation 4. The game has a strong, bold storyline that defies the very foundations of the samurai code. The idea of sacrificing your current identity in order to help your country against invaders is pretty strong and it is handled beautifully. The side missions provide extra lore and immersion to Tsushima without making them too repetitive. While the enemies flood you, the sound design helps you locate them and their attacks, and therefore you get a cleaner combat system in the help of the four stances of samurai battle. Soccer Punch really paid a lot of attention to small details like design of the grass, the blood splatter, and a lot more stuff that helped the environment feel real. While the game does have a few issues, especially regarding collisions and cotton can, it has much more positive points. Ghost of Tsushima is a must-play for anyone that has a PlayStation 4 and wants to have a really, really good gaming experience. And that will be all for today. Remember that on Monday we will be discussing Steam and Epic Games Store and its impact on the gaming PC market. Until then, keep safe. Cheers.